0: Everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I am Cammy Clements. I am also known as Hooked Hardy and I have a very, very special guest with me today. I'm going rogue. I'm going rogue. This is a surprise interview for everybody on the podcast. So none of the other team knows about this. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going undercover. So I have with me today, one of my favorite people this is Mr. Milo Shandel. Say hi, Milo.
1: Hi. hi, everyone. How are you? What's up?
0: You will know him as the authority figure in every movie he's in. <laughs> That's right. Let's see. You've, you've been a newspaper editor. You've yeah. been a teacher. You've been a bank president yep. a couple of times. Twice, <laughs> you, yes. <laughs> twice, yeah. Um, wh- let's see. What What else? Kind of a well. You've um, been an author. That's its own authority figure, yeah, right there. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I tend to. Uh, I tend to get all those sorts of uh, you know the large and in charge kind of roles.
0: Yeah. And that I think that describes you very well, sir. <laughs> it's funny because it doesn't
1: describe my personal life whatsoever. Because my my three kids, uh, they are, well, you know, I, I like to pretend <laughs> I'm in charge, but I'm not.
0: I'm not at all. We'll just They're keep that our little secret. <laughs> <laughs> they are in charge, yes. Just don't tell my children that.
1: Okay. Promise. All
0: right. <laughs> all right. Promise. Okay. I, I swear. So, <laughs> okay for everybody out there listening just be prepared with kleenexes because you're going to be crying because you're going to laugh so hard oh
1: yeah <laughs> okay good because I, I thought you wanted me to tell that story about my dog dying when i was nine <laughs> i was we're going to be crying it's going to be so sad please bear with me i just have to get through this <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay you're making me sound very unprofessional <laughs> here Milo. <laughs> okay so yeah. first of all what we like to do is we like to just have you introduce yourself and uh, tell a little bit about what inspired you to become an actor. So for everyone listening this is my second time getting to talk with Milo because he was kind enough to give me an interview uh, several months back but this is his first time on the podcast. So. What what inspired you to become an actor? And just tell us a little bit about yourself and
1: sure, all that sure. good stuff. Awesome. Well, um, I uh, I grew up. Uh, both my parents were actors, so I um, I grew up in in Vancouver, in Canada, and um, my parents both did a lot of theater. They they studied theater in university, and they they became uh, professional actors. So I was kind of around it pretty much my whole life. Um, although I didn't really know that that's the direction I wanted to go in until I got into high school and I started doing high school drama and, and uh, you know, musicals and everything. And then, yeah. um, and then I decided to continue that uh, post-secondary. And so I, went to, um, I moved to Toronto to go to Ryerson, which had a very, uh, very prestigious theater school. Um, and, uh, and I did that for three years and then I just started getting work in Toronto and I lived, uh, I lived in Toronto for 20 years and did a lot of theater, a lot of musical theater. I toured with Mamma Mia for years and years. And then, um, eventually moving back to Vancouver, which is where my, my family was living and, and my, my wife's family as well. Um, you, you pretty much have to do film and television if you want to make a living as an actor in Vancouver. So it just, it was a natural segue. And I been very very fortunate to to work quite a bit not just in the hallmark world but uh lots of uh, kids tv and um,
0: all over all kinds
1: of stuff yeah yeah so i i think that as far as my inspiration i mean it was my parents i think it was my parents yeah. and just my own my own love of, of performing and being a being sort of a, a naturally hammy sort of <laughs> sort of person which you know and perhaps now the <laughs> podcast listeners will start to get an idea of as we continue
0: we uh, we spoke with Dylan Neal not too long ago, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and one, one thing he said that was so funny is he said, you know, a lot of actors will say the reason they became an actor, and they'll say all of these grand ideas of why they became an actor, and he said, let's just face it, stories. it's what... <laughs> Yeah. It's what Lawrence Olivia said. I want, I want everybody to look at me, you know? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. No, absolutely. And my, the, the, I think the root of what I love about it is, is, uh, making people laugh and that, that immediate, that immediate response that you get and that rush of endorphins that you get when people are laughing at your, whatever you're doing, you know, I I think that was the root of it. And, um, you know, it, it changes and it matures as you get older. You start to go like, oh, I don't want to just make people laugh. I want to make people feel, you know, I want to make them, you know, feel. I want them to be emotional and make them cry and make them hate <laughs> me if I'm a bad guy, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but it's all, it, you know, it all comes down to um, uh, having an effect on people and, and reaching uh-huh. people. And I think that's kind of the root of it, really, whether you reach them through laughter, or whether you reach them through other emotions, the other emotions. So.
0: I was about to say that, Mr. <laughs> Jenkins. What a hoot!
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know what emotions I was eliciting in people with that one, but uh, I think we kind of we did the whole oh oh he's a nice guy oh he's not so nice oh he's okay. But I think I think Jenkins finally got redeemed though at the end when uh, when he he you know realized that he was he was not going to sell to old uh, nefarious uh, you know mustache twirling guy who he didn't have a mustache. Ironically, there was no mustache to twirl, but uh, (laughs) um, yeah. (laughs) Shaughnessy does not have a
0: mustache. (laughs) (laughs) So I I have figured it out. I know the next step for Jenkins. He's going to Brookfield. He's going to Brookfield.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, totally. He's going back East (laughs) and... um, I always thought that it would be great to bring Jenkins back. Like he's, he's all. I think we talked about this last time. You know, he's. We all did, but go ahead
0: because they haven't. Yeah, the podcast hasn't. Yeah,
1: rented. so so he took the money. You know, he sold the bank. He took the money and he went off somewhere and lost it all gambling or something like that. You know, and he comes back to Hope Valley and he's like, you know, he's got all these old beard and his clothes are all ripped and he's like, oh, please take me back into the community. I miss you all. You know. Come on, remember me, hey, remember me. It's Jenkins. Come on, uh, you know. But then, but then, you know, he's redeemed by the love of a good woman. Uh, who did we decide Florence, to Jenkins? Yes, 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 that's yes. right. Yeah,
0: yeah. I we, thought that'd be a really nice. On...
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd be a really nice arc for him. But um, yeah. but yeah, no, go to Brookfield. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any anything that uh, extends the life of this character would be terrific. So.
0: No, but seriously, that would be so much fun if Jenkins mm-hmm. showed up in Brookfield. they don't know him there so and they think
1: he's like some kind of con man but he's like, no, no I did. I owned a bank really <laughs> <laughs> Ask your friends it was me yeah.
0: just just write a letter or send a wire to Rosemary and Lee. they'll tell no, you
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> actually they're probably open, not uh, the best people. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. maybe he could open pro- uh, he could open like a uh, I don't know a cafe or something.
0: Yeah, too late. There's already a cafe. In a cafe? Oh, yeah,
1: of course there is. Yeah, Video <laughs> <store>. <laughs> he's at the forefront of new technology.
0: Wow, <laughs> go Jenkins! What year is this
1: set in again?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, maybe a little early. Seventeen yeah. is where uh, we is are 1970?
1: now. Oh, perfect. No.
0: Not seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> All right. So mm-hmm. the last time we talked, you had just, uh, well, uh, mystery one hundred and one, words can kill was just about to air yep. or it had yep. just aired. So that yep. was when we talked. So how did, how did that go and how did you like the, the, the turnout and did everything go yeah. okay with that?
1: That was great. I, I really, uh, well, we had such a nice time filming that. Um, uh-huh. and, uh, and, and Jill and, and Chris are such great leads, you know, they're, they're both so welcoming and, um, yeah uh, and i really enjoyed it um when i watched it i was like this is really you know this is good like I, and they've got such um they've got such a nice uh repartee together those two you know like it's yeah. almost like watching you remember moonlighting yes remember, you know with, yes like, the civil shepherd and bruce willis like yeah this nice like kind of moonlighting vibe you know which i think is just awesome so that's a that's a terrific series i mean,
0: it's just crazy. i i, ne- really I never would have I never would have put that into words, mm. but yeah, that, mm. yeah, they don't, they don't quite fight as much and they don't slam as many no, doors. As no, that,
1: no. But. But, but they've got that kind of, um, spiky, you know, like, you know, oh, do they, do they kind of have a thing for each other or don't, you like it's you know, you never quite know where, where they're where they're coming from. so um, but they're both uh, they're both really nice people too. And the director was great Andy Andy Makita. he's directed a ton of stuff. Uh, I'm sure he's done a lot of other hallmark movies as well. so
0: oh did did you say Andy Makita? Yeah. he um, he is I'm checking my handy dandy notebook here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is uh, he's he directed the second Martha's Vineyard mystery riddled with oh, deceit okay. that's coming yep. up yeah oh, good. so good. all right everybody so make that connection now yep. <laughs> mystery 101 words can kill is the same director as riddled with deceit a martha's that's vineyard right. mystery okay. that's right
1: by the way uh, for for your video podcast uh watchers here th- this name at the bottom of my screen there that's not me my, name, my real actually no it is it is me. Uh, that's my real name. My stage name is Milo Shandel. My, my real name is Christine. You can see why I had to change it. So,
0: Just like I'm Cammie. not really Rachel Wagner.
1: That's right. Oh my God. Yes, you're Rachel Wagner. Um, <laughs> Rachel and Christine are having the best conversation right now. <laughs> you're like the best audience, Cammie. God love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i'm glad someone thinks so because other other people just think i'm annoying with how much i laugh and can't stop so <laughs> okay oh I re- is there so really times- too much
1: laughter in the world we have to start criticizing people for laughing uh,
0: so many times he won't he won't criticize me for it but my husband he'll uh, uh, something will happen and i'll start laughing and he'll go okay just you know give her about 10 minutes
1: you know so. yeah. let's go uh, let's go make a sandwich and just give canny <laughs> time
0: right. just wait for Candy gather, to quit gather her thoughts <laughs> i told you everybody he's dangerous
1: <laughs> yeah. this is good this is what editing is for so you That's can true. you can edit out the the breaks <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so uh so since mystery 101 you've done are you afraid of the dark yep. you've done nancy drew mm-hmm. babysitters club mm-hmm. um i mean you've been, you've busy, been year. busy yeah this yeah. busy
1: year, really i had a great year last year um yeah are you afraid of the dark is very interesting that's that uh nickelodeon um it's a reboot of a, of a
0: show right.
1: from the 90s and um it's, I
0: remember I was always terrified to watch it because I'm such a, I'm such a scaredy cat, so I never yeah. watched it. And this,
1: this one is really spooky too. So um, oh, yeah. it, it was a limited series. We did three episodes. And I think, I mean, I'm hoping, I hope, hope, hope that um, that they bring it back for like a full season. Yeah.
0: So apparently, yeah, that'd it, be apparently it did very
1: well. Did very Good. well uh, ratings wise. So we'll see what happens. But um, uh, in Babysitter's Club, I'm kind of in it pretty Very briefly Um, But that's coming out on Netflix Pretty soon Were you a
0: teacher? Of course Yes There you go
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there's something about me That uh, people think I make a good teacher Or a bad teacher Actually I I always play bad teachers That's the irony I'm never a good teacher I'm never like Robin Williams In Dead Poets Society I'm never like the inspiring (laughs) teacher I'm always like the boring Droning You know like you remember in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you remember the TV oh yeah
0: Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. yeah the
1: Spanish American anyone, anyone, war anyone, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that's pretty much what I do. What
0: way does the prison yeah. symbolize? <laughs> and the kids are all
1: like this. Oh.
0: <laughs> what? so even even mm-hmm. in uh even in uh, are you afraid of the dark you mm-hmm. you were a bad teacher in that oh one? Yeah. yeah
1: it was hilarious oh. the writer uh i think i think um i kind of brought this to the part like there wasn't that much on the page as far as this character but i think the, yeah. during the audition process the writer and the director were kind of like oh let's let's sort of make this uh, teacher a bit you know let's make let's give him something you know, more of a, of a life and a background. So, Uh uh, so I'm this, like, (laughs) we just started improvising and, and basically I'm, I'm this, um, you know, I'm a math teacher, but I was never supposed to be a math teacher because I actually trained as a drama teacher. And then I go into like a whole backstory about how I'm a failed actor. Not that I had to research that one too much, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> so anyway and i just go on. and they they kept the camera rolling and i just got kept like yammering away you know to the kids and the kids the, what's funny is that you know when they shoot the the scene on the cameras on me and you see the back of yeah. kids' heads they're all cracking up but you can't see that with the back of their heads. so the kids are all laughing um <laughs> how did anyway, you so-
0: keep a straight face i mean seriously how did you keep a straight face with all of the kids cracking up and you just yammering on i mean i don't I'm a professional. Did, oh, <laughs> oh, he's a professional. <laughs> he's, semi, laughing semi, he's laughing now. He's
1: Semi professional. Oh,
0: semi. Okay. Okay. No, semi. Fair enough. Semi.
1: <laughs> semi
0: professional. Semi am.
1: Semi am. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. so that, that's a, that's a great, that's a great project. I'm very excited. Hopefully it'll continue. And, um, and then, uh, what, what else did I do? Oh, we, uh, yeah. Um.
0: Right, so, uh, Milo, I'm also seeing Love Guaranteed. That's supposed to come out yeah. uh, in 2020. What's, what's going on with that? What's that?
1: It, does it say 2020? It does. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, it's 2020 now. I, yeah. Just,
0: yes.
1: yes. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: New Year's. Fireworks, sparklers, right. kiss at midnight—you
1: know. New, <laughs> New Year's, yeah. Um, yes, love guaranteed. So, um, don't blink, or you'll miss me. But uh, okay, I'm in. i in it very briefly. But it's um, it's a rom com on Netflix. It stars uh, um, uh, Damon Wayans Jr., who I'm a very big fan of. Okay, uh, Heather Graham is in it. Um, Rachel Lee Cook is the uh, female uh-huh. lead. Uh, she's a she's a terrific, uh, terrific actress and and super nice person. Um, and um, I play uh, I, I'm in it very briefly. I play uh, a scientist in the uh, science of love, and I'm called to the stand to give testimony about how uh the science of the science of love works so i'm just uh, i'm just very briefly in one scene but it was a lot of fun and um another another part where i get to spout off a whole bunch of kind of complicated technical jargon seems to be one of the one of the things that i do a lot of um, <laughs> and interesting that was,
0: the, that was the best part of love on the menu you know, oh, yeah. I, mean, I know all the thing about the frozen
1: fish sticks. Oh, well, the history, yeah. let me tell you the history of fish sticks. It's like, Oh, good Lord.
0: Wrapped <laughs> attention. You know, I just, I, I couldn't get away from my TV screen. I, I know, was it's staring like, at it.
1: I <laughs> did not know that about fish sticks. Um, so, uh, but that's what I do, right? I mean, like, like I wish that um, I wish that there was a Star Trek uh, show shooting in Vancouver because then I could do like, oh, all
0: that the, would like be sci-fi fun. kind
1: of jargon, like all that. That would be really fun.
0: Well, and you've got the Picard hairstyle down perfectly. Yes. So
1: show <laughs> so, number one, engage. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll play. Oh Picard's, my gosh, Picard. Oh my gosh, uh, hire,
0: no. hire this man now. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'll play his um, his fatter brother.
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, just as bald <laughs> just just as bald
1: um i so think anyway, love guaranteed. very
0: good <laughs> yeah
1: thank you thank you uh love guaranteed oh interesting thing about love guaranteed um the writer and director uh well i think he's just the director of this one uh mark mark johnson um
0: okay
1: he directed the adaptation of the John Irving novel, um, uh, o- the pr- A Prayer for Owen Meany, which was called Simon Birch in-, in the film. So they called the film Simon Birch. This is maybe oh. 20 years ago, I think.
0: Yes. Maybe, oh maybe a my longer gosh. Ago. I so- cried like a. A baby oh, in yeah. that movie
1: yeah. oh yeah. my I, gosh I, it's crazy and and the, and the novel is is a masterwork it, it, mm-hmm. it's really one of the great novels um but uh so that film was shot in toronto when i was a young theater actor and that was one of my first times ever on a film set as a I was a background uh on that mm-hmm. and when i auditioned who, who for were the, you oh just background you know like background guy in a in
0: a crowd or in a a specific scene oh you were in the hospital okay
1: yeah so when when there's a scene where the baby's born and he's kind of like a sort of uh, like he's he's a very small baby right uh, and we're all we're all sort of like craning our necks to try and get a look at the crazy looking baby but uh,
0: okay so that was one of my
1: very first jobs so when i auditioned for love guaranteed i actually told him in in the room i said you know i have to tell you Uh, one of my first times ever on set was on Simon Birch. And he was like, you know, like you could see him go, whoa, whoa, Simon Birch. He said, did we shoot that here? Was that it? I said, no, no, it was in Toronto. You know, so (laughs) uh,
0: anyway. We'd like to take a quick time out from our podcast and thank one of our wonderful sponsors. So I don't know about you, but are you ever in a rut, a dinner rut as far as what to cook or how many groceries to buy or when to find the time to do all of that because I know I have. Well, say hello to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So break out of that rut because you're about to all become chefs. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit. So you know you'll be getting something delicious. And You can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order. You can throw in some delicious sides and desserts like garlic bread or cookie dough. Cookie, You can add in cookie dough. Awesome. And you can easily change your delivery days or food preferences. And you can skip a week whenever you need. You're not bound to receive food every single week if you don't need it. HelloFresh, this is my favorite part. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food to waste. I have four kids. They are constantly wasting food. But if I know exactly what I'm getting in all, of the, in all of the packages and the boxes, then there is so much less waste, and it's so much better for me because I don't have all that prep. Okay, and can, can we talk? I have, I have gotten a HelloFresh box waiting for me on my porch, and it was so cool. Listen to this. Pork and poblano tacos. Juicy Lucy burgers balsamic thick chicken. How delicious does that sound? I am so, so excited for these meals. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Hallmarkies10 and use the code Hallmarkies10 and you'll get 10 free meals, including shipping. So that's that's HelloFresh.com slash Hallmarkies10 with the code Hallmarkies10 for ten free meals, including free shipping. So enjoy, because I know that I'm going to.
1: I think that's why I got the part.
0: Oh, <laughs> without a doubt. Always tell a personal
1: story in your audition, and you'll get the part.
0: Uh, Duly noted. You I will remember sometimes that. Sometimes it
1: doesn't. Sometimes it backfires on you. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you don't want to get too personal.
0: Yeah. No. No. Uh, no. Um, Anyway, yeah, so that, was, that was very cool.
1: That was very cool. So, and it was very a cool step. We shot. We shot. Uh, we shot in the Vancouver Art Gallery, which is like a really beautiful old, uh, old building, in right in downtown Vancouver. So, yeah. Uh
0: huh. Awesome. Mm. All right, now we come to bum 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 the big event. Yes. Dead over diamonds. Mm. Picture perfect mysteries. Your name is James Rysand. is that how you say it?
1: Yeah. Rysand. Yeah, Rysand.
0: Rysand. Yeah. Okay. So we did we did a February preview here on the podcast, me and me and two other co-hosts. Mm-hmm. And so I made a prediction. I I predicted, so you're going to have to tell me if I'm right or not. I okay. predicted that you were the director of the gallery where the diamonds are being kept. Am I, am I close?
1: Well, you'd think, I mean, you know, it sounds like my, my entire resume, Um, but but no, it's close. But actually I play the, I'm I'm a rich guy. I'm a very rich guy.
0: And I actually
1: own the necklace that is being displayed in the gallery.
0: Well, that's, that's, (laughs) Close-ish. You yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, so the, the necklace that gets stolen that kicks off the whole uh, the whole plot of the film. So I, I'm, the, I'm the owner of the necklace. The owner yes.
0: of the necklace. Okay, yes. so did you... Di- did you... Buy the necklace for your wife? Is it a family heirloom? How no, how did you acquire the necklace? I,
1: I'm a I'm a collector. I didn't buy it for my wife, um, I, but I'm I'm a collector. So I do have like okay. I have uh, it. It's the Ryzen and collection that's being that's being shown off. So there's lots of other okay. Um, there's lots of other paintings and photography and sculpture and and all kinds of stuff. So this is all my my big collection in the gallery. So
0: oh so apparently there are a lot of (laughs) apparently there are a lot of diamonds to show off in the rice End collection yeah
1: but this is this is the most valuable piece absolutely so
0: okay all right
1: and so So, i pop in you know throughout throughout the story you know saying like how's the investigation going and you know are we gonna you know and uh, you know, they wanna they wanna talk to my brother, who's my my sort of right hand man and uh, uh-huh. assistant, and we, we cooperate in the investigation and you know.
0: Is James married or is he a bachelor?
1: Uh, oh, that's a uh, no. He is uh, he's a bachelor, I believe. Yeah, no, he is a bachelor. Oh well then
0: definitely can't talk to his Mm -hmm. wife.
1: (laughs) No, that's right. Yes. I'm just remembering now. No, he is a bachelor because, uh, yeah, no, there's lots of, there's lots of twists and turns in the story. So, uh, Uh uh, but the very interesting thing about, about this movie, uh, it was directed by Ron Oliver, who I believe has directed the other picture, perfect mysteries. And, and he also directed, um, one that I was in, uh, last year i believe with with dylan um with dylan neal and if i could remember the name of it that would be really good
0: that's that's why we have imdb
1: Got the imdb truly madly sweetly that's truly
0: Madly madly sweetly yes
1: yeah so uh so ron um ron is an incredible character uh he always dresses in full suits uh when he's directing on set he always looks terrific i remember one day he showed up he he was in a in a a beautifully tailored suit uh and he his shoes and his um pocket square matched and they were both uh leopard print so my my
0: goodness
1: (laughs) i'm sure they weren't made from real leopard i'm sure it was fake
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh, sure. I
1: don't think you can do that. Uh and probably uh, not. <laughs> you no. Know, and he always uh, he always plays uh he has a playlist he's got a little uh you know like a little speaker and he he puts music on and while while we're doing setups in between takes. And it's always like very you know sort of pick something to kind of you know set the mood. Um he's very involved in the look of the films that he directs so um uh-huh. his concept for this one was he wanted everyone to look like uh like it was sort of like a james bond film you know so everybody's looking sort of um kind of like mid to late 60s uh you know, oh, okay. turtlenecks and you know uh postmodern uh, furniture and you know the, the the sets and the locations that he selected do
0: we get you in the tux do we get you in a uh, yeah. tux? Oh, yeah, That's yeah. what I wanted.
1: Yeah. I'm in a tux, and <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a tux, but not a bow tie tux. It's like a, okay. a necktie tux. But but you know everybody looks terrific, and it's very uh, it's very like done like kind of um, almost like a spy movie, you know, which uh-huh. is very fitting for very very fitting for a crime a crime uh, mystery like that. So
0: sure, yeah. Anyway, yeah well, was that was that was the really cool thing. We were just talking about that on on the preview we hmm. were just talking about how the first picture perfect mysteries was very reminiscent of charlie's angels and oh, all yeah, those yeah. old crime that even the even the uh, introduction it had all of the old yep. pictures and the old colors that they used with all those old crime tv shows and so yes. this is that's awesome to yep. hear that
1: yeah so no, that's cool was very cool so I was really happy to be involved in it and um, uh, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be really good did
0: he ever play Dancing Queen to set the mood for a scene
1: oh probably (laughs) I think he did actually I think he may have I mean you know like yeah I I, he must have I'm pretty (laughs) sure that was in in there at some point maybe not Dancing Queen but there was some ABBA song I'm I'm almost 100% sure
0: uh-huh. Everybody <laughs> listening, in case you missed it in the beginning, Milo toured with Mama Mia for what six years was it?
1: Six yeah, that's right. Six yeah, years. Yeah,
0: and he totally killed it.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> a lot of spandex. My those are my spandex days.
0: <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So was there was there anything that you can share about uh, a, beh- a funny behind the scenes story. I mean, obviously, talking about Ron Oliver was behind the scenes, but was there anything that you said, oh, if we had a blooper reel, then this oh, would be on uh, it?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. My The guy playing my brother, his name's Matthew Harrison. He's, he's also done a, a ton of uh, Hallmark stuff, and uh, he's a very accomplished actor, um, also a, a very accomplished acting teacher. Um, oh. He had to deliver this line. Um, he had to deliver sort of a little semi monologue while uh, making a martini. And
0: oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> Ron, Ron, insisted that the you know normally you're you're making a martini for a movie. It's it's water. You know they're not going to use. But Ron yes. insisted that we use actual vodka for the martini. Now no is one is that allowed. Heard, Sure. Yeah. Nope. I mean, wow. no one was drinking it, but, uh, you yeah, know, he was, he was like, so like he's delivering this monologue and he's like, you know, he's putting the ice in the shaker and then adding the vodka and like a little vermouth and he's like having to shake it and he's having to shake it. Um, uh, you know, like while not doing it, he'll have to deliver his line and then shake and then deliver. the Right. So he can't be,
0: he can't have a shaky voice.
1: Exactly. You don't want to be over the dialogue. So uh, anyway, the, the time it took to coordinate all of that, uh, while he's like shaking this martini and of course, you know, there, there were a few times where he just cracked up and everybody started cracking up because it was so ridiculous. But um, uh, so yeah, that was the martini day. And you know uh, the the uh, last shot of the day is called the martini shot. When you get to the end of a filming day, your I last. I did not shot know that. Martini. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: It's been a while since I've been on a film set. So I, yeah, there you go. One of those
1: things that, you know, everyone will start saying, all right, this is our martini. This is our martini. Here we go. Last shot of the day and everybody gets all excited because
0: they're thinking of going and having
1: their own martini at home afterwards. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, But that was one of those crazy things as an actor where you just go, what am I doing? I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm, I'm making a martini, but I'm having to deliver a monologue. And it's like, you know, it's the most unnatural thing in the world because if you were just making a martini and talking to somebody, you'd be making the martini and you'd be talking, you know, and you're like, yeah, okay. Blah, blah, blah. But you know, right. it's just like, you know, line, 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 shake, 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 line, line, <laughs> line, 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 line. Pour. line, 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 you know, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's hard. He, he nailed it though. I mean, Matthew. Oh, uh,
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw him on the cast list and he he's been in several mysteries not just mm-hmm. Hallmark but he's mm-hmm. been in, in several mysteries so mm-hmm. man you two as brothers that's gonna be fun it was that's fun. gonna be it was really fun. fun
1: yeah it was fun and uh, and I'm the dominant brother just so you know
0: oh well yeah. we'll, we'll remember he's like that. He's,
1: he's my less successful uh, brother.
0: <laughs> so were was he cut out of the inheritance or something like that or are you a self made man Oh no no I'm a self made
1: man I'm a self made oh. man yeah I mean I'm just, Oh agree, okay you know, like he's only there because of me right Okay I, I okay brought him into my fold so yeah
0: <laughs> Oh well lucky him <laughs>
1: should, be, should be grateful
0: <laughs> So was he Thank a you. uh was he was he the older brother, and you're just the the dominant one, or were you the no, older he, and dominant
1: I, i'm I'm older and dominant yeah, yeah. okay I'm the older brother yes
0: oh man he just he he's got two strikes against him <laughs> oh, <thank> you, right? <laughs> poor guy, but he's got more hair
1: than me, so I guess you know whatever
0: <laughs> but you're taller,
1: yeah, a little bit you're, you're but, taller,
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you've already told me this, but just for everybody, we all know that Eric Estrada is uh, going to be in this film, and that you never got a chance to to have a scene with them. No, I was, no chips.
1: I, I would have um, been. It's probably for the best because I would have been like a hey punch. Yeah, all right, let's go. Hey, you're,
0: you're a, a professional on our, on our motorbike. <laughs>
1: No, I used to love Chips. Chips was the best. That was a great show. That was a great show. John and Paul. But, you,
0: but you're a professional, so that never would have happened. <sighs>
1: yeah, you know what's funny? I, I am actually I'm pretty good when I meet um, actors that I, that I that I that I grew up watching. I'm pretty, uh-huh. I'm pretty chill. But when when you get me around like a rock star or a musician, I become uh-huh. like a blah, 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 like a total like <laughs> idiot fan. Um, and I can't like express myself and I get like really like, oh, I I think you're so awesome. Um, When, uh, I don't know, do we have time for a stupid story? A dumb little story? So when Christine, Christine, Audie, Shandell, and I were um, working on, uh, she and I did the Disney Cruise Line together. We did the main stage entertainment.
0: Oh, yes, yes, uh, yes. We did those
1: shows together. So that was great. That was like a year and a half. We were working on a cruise ship. We were in the Bahamas. It was awesome. And, and you know, we were, we'd been together for 10 years at that point. So we were a well-established couple. And, um So you guys married
0: at that point or
1: no, we we got married right after that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We took some of the money we made and we, you know, got married after that. Okay. Um, But, uh, we used to have our day off in the Bahamas in Nassau and Nassau is kind of one of those places where a lot of celebrities go,
0: Uh
1: uh, you know, for like little quick getaway vacations. So we were at this very nice restaurant in Nassau and, um, uh, and Christine suddenly t- turns to me and goes, "Oh, look who just walked in! Uh, it's uh, Larry Mullen Jr. from U2." And I, I w- oh no, <laughs> <laughs> U2, U2 is my favorite. band. U2 have been my favorite band since I was like. 13 years old so
0: oh wow. uh, this was in about
1: 2000 and they just put out one of their greatest albums ever and anyway uh-huh. i was like oh, what, what, what do you mean and we're, we're we're sitting there christine was like oh god i shouldn't have said anything and uh our friends are looking it's like what's wrong with milo what's happening she's like don't worry it's okay
0: he'll,
1: he'll get over it anyway so he'll be fine it'll be fine. So of course they take Larry Mullen and his wife out to, um, you know, the back, the the courtyard patio, you know, it's Uh lush tropical courtyard. And of course they give him a table in the dark corner, you know, because he's a very famous rock star. So, you know, I, I of course had to find multiple excuses why I had to go out to the, courtyard patio several times through the course of dinner just to sort you know like I'm look I pretended I was looking for the bathroom I pretended I was looking for the kid oh is it, oh I'm sorry sir is our food coming because we're eating. meanwhile I'm like looking over in the corner at Larry Mullen. and he clocked me too he knew I was stalking him he was like you could see how uncomfortable he was so you know I just become an idiot when I'm around rock stars. Oh, okay. Oh but actors, yeah, You're an actor. I'm an actor. Uh, big deal.
0: So who have you... you <laughs> so who have you not run into that would be your ultimate dream? Who would you love to run oh, into one day? Geez. Oh my gosh.
1: You mean just in general, acting-wise, music?
0: Uh, Let's do both. Mm-hmm. M- Music-wise, and then who would you love to work with one day?
1: Oh, if I... If I ever, if I ever ran into Bono, I think, uh, by all accounts, Bono's one of those guys who, if you meet him in a bar, he'll talk your ear off and he'll just sit down and start, you know, yakking away. Like he's like, he's, you know, your, your new best friend, you know? Uh-huh.
0: Um,
1: but I think that would be incredible. I would, I would, that would, that would be amazing. Um, as far as an actor goes, gosh, you know, I, I think like if I met, if I met someone like, uh, like, if I met Brad Pitt, I think mm-hmm. I told you the Brad Pitt story. You,
0: you did. You told me the Brad okay. Pitt story, but tell I, tell everybody.
1: I didn't, you know, okay, well, um, I was doing a movie called Okja, which is on Netflix. And it's actually by um, Bong, Bong Jun who is um, uh, nominated for an Oscar this year for his, his film Parasite. Uh, and he won, I think he just won the... It won the Golden Globe. I think it won the Critics' Choice Award. I think he won Best Director for Critics' Choice. Anyway, he, he's nominated for an Oscar. He might actually win. I think, he might, I think he's going to win Best Director this year. Uh, he's a South Korean uh, writer-director, um, uh, real, uh, real visionary, um, has, a, has a very singular, unique uh, take on things. So um, anyway, so we're doing this movie. I'm shooting in Manhattan. We're in, we're in the middle of Manhattan in a skyscraper. And uh, I'm I'm shooting with um, Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad, and we're shooting with uh, uh, Tilda Swinton, who's just a a goddess, amazing actress. Um, Lion Witch in the
0: Wardrobe. That's my favorite one with her. Jake
1: Gyllenhaal as well. He was. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: So he's in the scene. Anyway, so
1: I'm shooting, like I'm shooting with these stars, and I'm like, yeah, 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 cool, all right. Um, Anyway, I get called to set uh, at at a certain point. We were on a break, and then I get called back to set. And as I'm walking past the video village, which is where the the director sits and the producers and the editor and everything. I see this guy, he's wearing a like a white t-shirt, white jeans, a white pork pie hat. It's July in New York City, by the way. So he's dressed all in white. And, and he sort of had these glasses on and, and I was like, who's that, who's that guy? <laughs> Look at what that guy's wearing. He looks like an idiot. And uh, as I get a little closer, I realize it's Brad Pitt. I'm looking at Brad Pitt. <laughs>
0: I just uh, Brad Pitt Brad decided Brad Pitt a loser. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, Oh my God. Look at that idiot. I can't believe he's marrying. Um Brad Pitt was one of the producers on the film. So he chose that day to come visit the set. So uh, anyway, he gets, as, as I'm walking past, I realize it's Brad Pitt. And um, as it, I get he, closer he and closer. You not say anything. <laughs> no. Well, thank, of course. I wouldn't say anything. I'm Canadian. I'm way too polite. Uh, I just, I just silently think it, you know, I, I, it's silent judgment. <laughs> Um, of
0: course,
1: but uh, uh, as I get closer, I realize, oh my God, he actually looks really good in that outfit. <laughs> the guy, like, I mean, come on, the guy could wear like a gunny sack and you know flip flops, and he'd look amazing, right? Like, so he looked, he looked awesome.
0: So you so want to work I, with him one day?
1: Well, I'd like to meet him formally, you know. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't tell him that story about seeing him on the set of *Ojai*. No, uh, but I—I I, I,
0: I, think that's a wise choice. <laughs> yeah,
1: but you know, by all accounts, he's—he's he's a very interesting guy. Uh, very, um, you know, loves his family.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, he's always—he's always talking about his parents and his siblings back in—I uh, think they're somewhere in Missouri. And uh, but he's also like a real fan of architecture. I think it'd be very interesting. Inter- interesting cat to talk to, anyway. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, yeah, he, he would definitely be one. I'd love to. I'd love to meet. Uh, I'd love to meet Robert De Niro. Uh, I'd love to meet. Uh, I'd love to meet like Eddie Murphy, Jerry Seinfeld. You know, some of these <laughs> comedy. Titans that I grew up uh, watching. So that
0: you can go through what I'm going through right now and just not being able to catch your breath. You know? <laughs> I would,
1: I would just, I would just not talk. I would just, uh, I would just sit back and listen.
0: That's uh-huh. it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Well, Milo, this has been such a delight to uh, to finish up. We just have a couple of fun, silly questions for you to okay. answer. So. Oh, before-
1: before we get to those, can I mention one more thing that I'm doing as well? Please, yes, uh, I we always in,
0: love to hear upcoming projects.
1: This is another. There's another hallmark. Uh, it's Yay. called M- Matching Hearts, starring Ryan Peavy line? and Taylor Cole. Yeah, I'm in you, Matching. You weren't.
0: You weren't Heart. on not, the. You weren't on the list.
1: It's, oh really? You, oh
0: no, really. Were,
1: isn't that? I gotta call my agent right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, well now you've got to tell us about Matching Hearts. Yes. Who do you play in Matching Hearts?
1: I play Taylor Cole's dad, who oh. uh, owns a flower shop. And so she, uh, she and Ryan PV meet each other. He's uh, he's opened up a, a pet, um, what is it like a like a pet uh, rescue shop down the street? You know where they where they take in stray dogs and they find new homes for them
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and um, and she's kind of a career woman you know it's the hallmark yeah formula. she's a career woman and uh, you know doesn't have time for you know relationships or anything like that and they meet meet each other and and her mom and I uh, you know we own the flower shop and we're always uh-huh. encouraging her you know we're, we're very supportive loving parents and but uh, it's actually kind of nice because I get to play a bit of a goofball um, you know, as a dad, I'm, like, one of those, like, you know, goofy dads who, you know, tells lots of dad jokes and everything like that. So The uh,
0: embarrassing dad. The
1: embarrassing, although she doesn't seem embarrassed by me, thankfully. Oh, Unlike that's I'm, children who are constantly embarrassed by me. Um, it's but your job. I, I know. I that's what I tell them. It's like, look, do you like the clothes you're wearing right now? Because, you know, that's, because you wouldn't be wearing them if daddy wasn't a goofball. Um,
0: are you old enough to be her father? That's all I want to know. You know <laughs>
1: maybe <laughs> she's very she's very youthful and beautiful. Oh yeah I think the question to ask is how could that gorgeous creature uh be in any way connected to me and my blood?
0: Oh come on. <laughs> you have a very distinguished look. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah.
1: Um, But we had a great time doing that. And uh, Taylor and Ryan are awesome people. And uh, Ryan, I don't know if you know this, Hallmarkies, but uh, Ryan Uh is a huge fan of Tenacious D. And he kind of likes the metal a little bit, which is very... Really? Yeah, yeah. I was was very... He and I started bonding over our, our shared love of Tenacious D. And uh, yeah, so I, I was very interested by that. It's the second time I've done a show with Ryan.
0: Um, we got the inside info on Ryan, everybody. Oh, yeah, hopefully I'm not telling <laughs>
1: tales out of school. Um, Taylor is, uh, I, I believe I, I, you know, I've, I've mentioned Erin Craco and how she's yes. like absolutely the nicest woman in show business. Taylor mm. might be, uh, I think Taylor and Aaron are like one and one A as far as like being nice. she is like such a doll. Um, and the movie was directed by a friend of mine, Siobhan Devine, who uh, is a. Uh, we worked together on, on my kids show, Mr. Young back in the day, and she directed a bunch of episodes and uh, she's also directed episodes of Kim's convenience, which is an excellent, hilarious Canadian sitcom available on Netflix right now or through okay. the CBC gem app. Uh, Siobhan has also directed a, a fantastic uh, independent film called the bird watcher that uh, I think is on Amazon. Um, so we had a great time. It was awesome. And um yeah, so that's uh, it was, like I said it was a very busy year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, you you were on the list and and she wasn't on the list as the oh, director. Right. So wow. I am so go. glad you said something because Inside I had no info. idea. Yeah. Yes. Man, we get you on both channels this month here I'll in the States. You this awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: it's February 8th. I think I think uh, Matching Hearts is airs on February 8th. So
0: you're correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've got everything all written down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's the season of Milo coming up. Yes.
0: Yeah. Milo, not Milo, everybody. That's Milo. Milo, right. not Silo. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who played your wife?
1: Jessica Steen? Jessica Steen.
0: Okay. Yeah. Steen that, Stein. Yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar. Jessica
1: Steen. Yeah, she plays my wife. And okay. uh, uh yeah, it was great. We had a really fun time. It was really fun. There were some, some nice uh nice party scenes that we got to take take part in. And we had to I remember one night we uh they were shooting this Valentine's party and um we just had to dance for hours hours and hours It's just like getting shots of, of people dancing and uh, you know and the, but then you can't just dance right like you can't just be dancing you have to like make sure that when the camera comes around that you fade off into the back so that they can shoot past you and you're not blocking you know as they are trying to get like a, a particular couple you know in the background or right whatever. So it's just it's all this you know this choreography that you have to go through but um, uh-huh. but it's still fun anyway
0: Oh, you know the God. hardest thing about
1: doing a, a valentine's movie is that the set dressing there's just like chocolate everywhere and you can't eat it because it's, it's 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 like a hot set like if you start eating the chocolate then you know the continuity won't match from take to take so just put this chocolate everywhere and like chocolate have you ever had a chocolate covered gummy bear
0: no i oh. haven't oh <laughs> i don't Apparently, know where i haven't lived i
1: don't know where in texas you can get some chocolate covered gummy bears but you got to get your hands on some so
0: maybe i need to make my own you could make your own yeah
1: just make sure it's milk chocolate get some gummy bears you know like uh like dip them in the milk chocolate stick them in the fridge let them you know cool and harden uh,
0: oh, so good, honestly. But we, of- we have this we have this thing down here called magic shell. Do you guys have magic shell up there?
1: Oh, where you put it on the ice cream and then it just like, yeah, into yeah, yeah, we've got that. Yeah.
0: Right. So if I, I put, know. if I put gummy bears in the fridge for a little bit and then pull them out and put the magic shell on it, would that work?
1: Really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think that would work. Um, anyway, there were bags of these chocolate covered gummy bears and I was just like, oh, come on. <laughs> Like can, when we finished the scene, can we at least like have one, you know, um, the answer. Was I no. would
0: have, I would have thought that it would have been disgusting, you know, cause oh, they just so set it out to look pretty, but. Oh,
1: no, no, no. It was, it was good. They were, they're delicious. <laughs> I, I didn't get to eat those ones specifically, but. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, speaking of delicious, uh, I don't know why I'm getting onto this, but, uh, no, have, no, you no. Taken, have you ever taken, if you ever taken, um, have you ever made Oreo balls? Yes. Where you take the Oreo yes. with, uh, with um, cream cheese and then you yeah. cover it all in chocolate and then you stick it in the fridge.
0: I've never made them, but I've oh. had them. And I don't particularly care for Oreos, but... There, I make an exception.
1: Yeah, it, it's, uh, well, it's the easiest thing in the world. You just literally take a whole pack of Oreos, you throw them in a big bowl with like a couple uh, of like, sticks of cream cheese, and you just, you just squish it all together and like form oh, it, it into balls. And then you and then you basically pour milk chocolate, melted milk chocolate, over it, and then stick it in the fridge or the freezer and let them let them cool. And oh man, those are so good. <sighs>
0: oh. I, are, are you okay? <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm gonna be all right. I think I need to have breakfast.
0: <laughs> you haven't eaten anything. Now that I've gotten yet. On the food. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we better hurry up and ask you these okay, ending yes. questions so that you can go get us some food. I didn't know that you were working hungry. <laughs> Oh And, uh, oh, man, this is going to be a, a great thing for you to say right now. Uh, best ice cream flavor.
1: <laughs> oh, best ice cream flavor. Mm.
0: Don't get too hungry now. <laughs>
1: uh, I I really like mint chocolate chip. Oh,
0: I love mint chocolate chip.
1: <clears throat> yeah, like a, a good mint, not not like the cheap stuff, you know, where the chocolate uh-huh. is like waxy, but like, like a really good mint chocolate
0: chip that, yeah. You need to come down to Texas my friend and you yeah. need to get Bluebell because Bluebell is Bluebell. the best. Oh. Yes.
1: Awesome. You
0: didn't that, try Bluebell like, when you were in you didn't try Bluebell when you were touring in Austin, did you? I mu-
1: I may have is it something that you get at the grocery store like is it like Oh yeah. Or is it a uh, like an ice cream place that you go to?
0: Uh, both. Um, oh, okay. the the factory, the factory is here. Okay. Um in not in Austin, it's it's a yep. little further away, but you can get Bluebell in any Texas oh. grocery store and it's heavenly. Oh, I it is. I <laughs> it's, is. it's so good. Awesome. Oh, awesome. That and the cookies and cream. A lot of people mm-hmm. say, Oh, cookies and cream is no good. I said, You haven't had Bluebell cookies and cream, my friend. You know? It's
1: it's funny the way certain certain places will make a certain flavor like better than anybody else. Yeah. Uh, it's you feel like you've never had it before when you have it.
0: Uh-huh name. exactly. All right, favorite color? Uh blue. Uh what music are you into right now? What are you what are you listening oh, to? Oh god, I love
1: that. I love that new Dua Lipa song. You know that disco song that she does? Ooh. It's called like Stay or uh Don't don't go don't stay. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. You um, just like
0: listening to it. Yes. It's, it's really good. It's like,
1: don't give up, boom, 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 don't get up. Boom, boom, boom. It's okay, totally okay. Disc-
0: if you're listening, if you're listening right now, you need to switch over to YouTube right now so you can see Milo dancing it up here
1: um yeah no it's a great song it's very disco though i think she's saying it she performed it on uh, dick clark's uh, Rockin' new year's eve with ryan seacrest
0: oh okay it's the
1: full title of the show now by the way dick yes clark's i new year's eve with ryan seacrest
0: yes indeed
1: yeah <laughs> we enjoyed that we enjoyed that uh so yeah, I love that song. I'm listening to a lot of post Malone right now as well. Okay. Um, and then, and then of course, you know, I, I you know, YouTube, radio. Gotta home, love your all YouTube. All my favorite, all my favorite, like old rock bands that my kids hate now. You know, Green Day. Like <laughs> oh,
0: again. <laughs>
1: this is the insult. The insult that I get whenever I play my music is is they'll say, oh, "Is this like from the year 2000?" I'm
0: like, oh my word! Are I'm you like, joking? I'm like, uh,
1: no, it's uh, nineteen ninety-five actually. <laughs> so.
0: okay, can you imagine that we're getting that kind of a put-down now? Wow! No, it's that-
1: like oh, is this from the year two thousand. It's like. Oh.
0: That does not feel that long ago.
1: I know. I know. 20 years. years.
0: I know. I know. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, I can't believe it. All right. I know this answer, but let's hear it from you. Your go-to date night food.
1: Oh, geez. I I must have answered this question before. Mm Hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. Le faux Bourgeois. Oh, yes, the French Bistro, Le faux Bourgeois. Uh, Yeah, I love French food, Um, uh, like steak frites. And uh, oh, they make this portobello mushroom. It's so good. And you know, I like a nice, I like a nice arugula salad, like very simple arugula with a nice light balsamic dressing, maybe a little feta cheese on it. Mm -hmm. Mm delicious, magnifique. delicious (laughs) delicious
0: <laughs> i was gonna say your go-to date night activity but i think you just answered that <laughs> is there something that oh, you do sleep, falling asleep on the
1: couch <laughs> falling asleep on the couch watching vikings that's pretty much there you go <laughs> yeah oh i wish there was a, I wish there was time for romance in our life but we're, we're uh, very busy people and our kids oh are
0: i busy bet now, what does your wife do
1: uh, she's a teacher. She well, she was an actor and a performer. Right. And, um, she uh, she's teaching grade ten English right now. She just got her teaching oh degree last God. year. I'm very very proud of her. She
0: oh yes, you should. Be.
1: Got her bachelor of education at UBC, and so she's teaching. And, and we're both um, we're both writing. Uh, we're we're creating uh, shows as well. And we have ah. a show that's in development right now with Netflix that we created wow. it's a family uh, youth show and um, netflix has bought the rights to it and they're they're developing it and hopefully uh hopefully they'll go yeah. into production and we'll see something uh, maybe at the end of this year or into next year or
0: so that is fantastic yeah. Yeah. you have to tell me when that comes out because i so want to see that
1: i will for sure <laughs> and i, yes. I just hope it, i hope it does we'll keep our fingers crossed that uh <laughs> that, that they like the direction <laughs> it's going in and uh, yeah but you know netflix um now that disney plus <laughs> is out netflix lost a lot of their their family content right uh, so they've been there's been a big push uh lately to replace that content with their own stuff so sure uh, hopefully hopefully we've been able to kind of get in on on that uh on that uh, gravy train so we'll, we'll, see, <laughs> we'll see how it goes but yeah so look for that oh that's please. great i'll let you know though i'll let you know when i
0: yes uh, when please. i have something i can
1: actually tell you without
0: yeah <laughs> violating
1: my non-disclosure agreement yeah <laughs> <coughs> oh,
0: excuse me. All right, dogs or cats? Dogs. Dogs. Oh, mm-hmm. I like you already. <laughs> uh, beaches or mountains?
1: Oh, wow. When I was younger, I would have said mountains.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: beaches. I oh. think, uh, yeah, well, you know, beaches are for relaxing, and mountains are for doing and action and climbing and uh that's very true so tired these days (laughs) i need more (laughs) relaxing
0: in my life all right well said okay um also know the answer to this one and it's a little obvious by your current apparel but suit and tie or sweats oh i thought
1: you were gonna (laughs) say favorite baseball team um uh you know what um i like i like dressing up Oh, you, you do. Know. Yeah, I do. I like wearing a suit and tie. Um,
0: All right. Uh,
1: yeah, I think
0: I he think took it, me by surprise. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, sweats and you know, I, I I sort of throw this stuff on in the morning, you know, because I got to get to school and make the lunches and everything. But um, but I think, given my druthers, uh, uh-huh. I would probably uh, you know dress up to a certain extent, at least a nice. shirt and tie, at least a shirt. Yeah. And tie. Yeah. You know.
0: Nice. I, think, I think it's important to dress up. Oh, me, me okay. And Ronald, now, I, all uh, now, now you really need to come down okay. to Texas because I will put you up in a hotel and you need to have this conversation with my husband. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but now it's easy to dress up when it's not hot, though, you know, like if uh, like the summers that you guys have. I, I...
0: Oh, believe me, we we are totally fine with dressing down in the summers. But, you know, right now it's 40 outside, you know, There's oh, no... okay.
1: yep. that's pretty cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's I'm cool. in it's a little sweater. 40. I'm in a little sweater dress. That's so... <laughs> pretty much the way
1: it is here. Actually, I think that's about the same temperature we've got right now. But you, it's probably not you have any... rain
0: where you are. Actually it is. Today oh, is it? It, it rained all, all night. It's raining all day today. Yeah, it is pouring rain. It's a cozy up it's a cozy up under a blanket day. We've got
1: the same so. weather right now. Yeah. So
0: it's so we, you don't this, have any snow right now?
1: Well, we just did actually. Last week we had a couple of days of snowfall and we had uh-huh. a foot and a half of snow on the ground for a, a week. Um, which is great. It's usually once once or twice a year we got snow. Uh-huh. Um, but then it's gone a few days later. So right now, it's been raining for three days straight. Oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome to Vancouver.
0: <laughs> just ask uh,
1: David Duchovny how he feels about the Vancouver weather. Um, I
0: will I, next I, time I chat with him. Yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> um, uh,
1: But yeah, so it's been raining for three days, and it's washed away all the snow. So the, there's Aww. just like a few little remnants. Like my kid's snowman in the backyard is just... Like a little tiny snowball now.
0: So, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, snowball fight or snowman?
1: Oh, snowman.
0: Snowman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My
1: kids would, would say snowball fight, but uh, yeah, snowman.
0: Okay. Yeah. Favorite holiday, and you do not have to say Christmas just because you're uh, on a Hallmarkies no, podcast. Love <laughs> Christmas.
1: Yeah, no, it's Christmas for sure. Yeah. I love Christmas. Yeah. I mean, yeah. every year when it comes around, yeah christmas
0: yeah i do but it's Me not because of the
1: because <laughs> of everything it's the it's the feel and it's family oh, yeah. and you know it's getting together for big meals and you know it's, yeah yeah i love christmas it's
0: okay so given christmas, the yeah, oh yes oh yes Absolutely. although i do get sick
1: of it like I'm, I'm happy to see the end of it when it finishes right every year when it starts i'm like oh yay christmas
0: time yeah. <laughs> and see that's okay for you guys up there because thanksgiving mm. is in october so it's it's yeah. okay to have it in november I'm, yeah. i still struggle with it a little bit down here but pretty, that's just me
1: pretty <laughs> close on the heels of thanksgiving isn't it for you guys yeah yeah, yeah. yeah by well, the time christmas rolls it's, around, it's way it's,
0: before it's way mm-hmm. before it's yeah. close on the heels of halloween <laughs> so yeah. it's, true. it's true yeah, yeah
1: that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have yeah we do Thanksgiving and then we got Halloween like you know a week and a half or two weeks later so yeah
0: right uh, so given the holiday that we're approaching what's mm-hmm. your favorite Valentine's candy we we probably all know what I the new it, one is at least
1: uh, <laughs> yeah chocolate covered gummy bears um,
0: yeah <laughs>
1: uh, no I just but I love before
0: chocolate.
1: that <laughs> yeah ch- chocolate you know what I'm a, I'm a real um, s- simple like I, I like the simple things I, I like I uh huh like x ex- I like good quality milk chocolate. Okay. You know? So like, like, is there any
0: particular people. kind that you like more than another? Um.
1: Well, there's a couple of places up here. There's, there's a place called Purdy's that's kind of a, it's, it's like a, a chain up here, but it's, um, uh, but it, but it's, it's smaller, you know, so they, they make good quality uh, milk chocolate. And uh, when they, when they start putting out their, their Valentine's, like their, their foil wrapped hearts and stuff. I just, yeah, you know, just give me like a good milk chocolate heart, and I'm happy.
0: Milos yeah. in the car on the way.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep,
0: definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. Uh, so this this one is one of my own, and I just gotta know what is going on with you with the picture on Twitter with you holding the dummy. I gotta know what that's about.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's from uh, mr. Young which was the kids show that I did. Oh, for, way back uh, years in the way back years, when yeah. um, I don't know if it's on Netflix in the US anymore but uh, if you ever get a chance to see it, it's all, all over YouTube I play a, a principal a high school principal right um, but it is like a uh, it's a kids sitcom comedy it, it's like goofy comedy like absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: but that's from, but that's from that you with the, there was you with an the episode puppet. where,
1: yeah, there was an episode where, um, uh, I end up, we, we go to this magic club, like a club for magicians and
0: okay.
1: I want to, I, I want to join the club, but I'm terrible at magic. So uh. I up, <laughs> and for some reason I, I end up with a ventriloquist dummy that looks exactly like me. And, you know, so like I start doing like, what if I do this, maybe you'll let me join the club. Um, but of course, I'm the worst ventriloquist ever, and, uh-huh. uh, and somehow the 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 dummy actually manages to do a magic trick and fool me, uh, <laughs> even though I'm controlling. Yeah, it, it's you know you know how like on The Simpsons Homer is the stupidest human being alive. Yeah. Uh, this principal principal tater that i play on mr young i think he he gives homer a run for his money as being a life. He he's the
0: he's the human form of homer pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> all right and last but certainly not least what's your favorite hallmark movie doesn't have to be one of your own just what's your oh, favorite really? hallmark oh. movie nope
1: well um, it, it can be <laughs> I have to say right now, I think it's uh matching hearts.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, I mean, I do you hear, all, full, do you hear that? Everybody yeah. <laughs> matching hearts February 8th. Um, oh. I haven't seen the full thing from beginning to end, but what I have seen, uh, looks really good. And, uh, and I, you know, I'm biased, of course, because, you know, I, I get yeah. to play like a, a nice, you know, sort of funny, goofy character in it. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Every time I think about shooting that, I just get, I get the warm fuzzies. So.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that is great. So Milo, where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at Milo Shandel, M-I-L-O-S-H-A-N-D-E-L. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Milo Shandel Actor. I'm on Instagram, uh, realo Milo. (laughs) See what I did there? Uh, Oh, yeah. M-I-L-O. And uh, what other uh, social media am I? That's pretty much it as far as social media goes. But uh, you can go to my website. It's miloshandel.com. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to interacting with everybody and uh, let me know. Let me know if you see, if you catch any of these movies I'm in, and uh, if you want to see more, I can I'll happily provide you with the uh, address for Hallmark uh, corporate office. You can write them a letter and say we need more Milo. <laughs>
0: hey, you can do that no matter what because That's we right. always love our Milo. All right. <laughs> All right, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl. Cami spelled K A M I. And on Facebook, I have the Hooked Hardy Facebook page and my blog is hookedhardy.com. And you can follow the Hallmarkies pod all over social media. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and write your reviews. So thank you so much, Milo. This has been awesome. Bye, everybody.
1: Yeah, thanks. Don't forget to tune in. (laughs) Thanks for listening and watching, everyone. Thank you, Cammie. Great talking to you again.
0: All right. And we are...